You're listening to the Team Stripes Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 72 of the Team Stripes Podcast. It's proudly sponsored by Acme Whistles, helping you make the big call since 1870. The legendary Acme Thunderer is now available in matte black. Acme Whistles, proudly associated with the NHL since 1917. Ross, how are you today? Dude, I am trying to catch up on some sleep. It was a long weekend of youth hockey here. Worked 11 games, uh, five on Saturday. So I'm pretty dead, and I know you worked some games too. Yeah, I uh, I ended up doing 14 games on between Saturday, Sunday, and then today and Monday. I, uh, I went six, five, and three. There you so. go. My feet are feeling it, and I'm, I, I am exhausted. I can't wait to have a little nap here, but at the end of the day, I get to sleep in tomorrow. So, yeah, when we get done recording, I'm going to go back to sleep because unfortunately, <laughs> I got uh, I have two games tonight at 9:45 and 11. Oh, uh, yeah, not not too thrilled about it. Tried to get them covered. Somebody responded. And it was like, yeah, I'll do them. And then email me back uh, just a little bit ago and say, oh, hey, sorry, uh, I can't do them. So those are the worst because you're like, oh, sick, got them covered, good to go. And then it's just like, yeah. oh, nope, just kidding. Yeah, I should have said, oh, sorry, dude, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I've, uh, what I've started to do on uh, tournament weekends like this is knowing that there's going to be adult league hockey. I will set mm-hmm. my availability so, like, I'm done at whatever, two in the afternoon or, or – and today I was done at, at noon so I could head over to class. Mm-hmm. But – because, like, we've had – I mean, we, we can trade games and, and we've had so many emails of guys like, hey, can you skate this game? Can you skate this game? And it's like, nope. Like, no thank yeah. you. Yeah, so it's just rookie move on my part to not block out the day after a tournament, so – and our, our tournament was interesting. Um, had uh, a match penalty yesterday for uh, homophobic slur. Had a major game board. You know, just the typical youth hockey stuff. I thankfully avoided most of that. I think uh, out of the 14 games, we only had to throw out one parent in my 14 games. And, well, that's one uh, more than I threw out. So. Yeah. And uh, we had one major game for knee oh fun and, and that was it i mean like i've seen issues out out you know and, and hearing stories from other guys but my 14 games oh. were pretty easy and we also had a, a major game head contact on saturday night nice. that was really fun the kid got basically stood up um but the hit was high definitely direct contact to the head but then when the kid went back he fell backwards and bounced his head off the ice, so he was night-night for a couple of minutes. It was pretty scary, to be honest. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I went right – I was lying in that one. I went right to the two ref, and I was like, mm, major game, no questions asked. We're done here. <laughs> See you, bud. Yeah, those Thanks. are the easy ones at least. Yep, for sure. So we had a, we have we got a lot going on. No, no guests this week, but – you know we're gonna we're just gonna talk some uh, NHL stuff and uh, maybe a little officiating, but uh, man, free agent frenzy was crazy. The draft was long. 
we had, uh, I think, almost every team pick up – well, not almost every team, but most teams uh, played the goalie shuffle. Yep. So we had goalies going everywhere. Uh, we had a couple of surprises as far as uh, – like for me, Tyler Johnston getting put on waivers by the Lightning, but he really doesn't fit anymore because of their cap situation. Um, just a bunch of craziness going on in the National Hockey League this, this last week since we, we lost talk. I was just say it's definitely been a wild week. We had the draft. Uh, first round was on Tuesday. Lafreniere obviously got picked first overall to the Rangers. Um, as far as the draft go, I mean, I think the first round went really well, considering, you know, all things to be considered with it being virtual. And that's it, – it's obviously challenging. Uh the second round, though, or second through seventh round was on the next day, so it would have been the Wednesday. And I, I don't know why, but the second round took, like, something like two hours. And I have I have no clue why I wasn't watching it. I was I just guess following it on Twitter. If it took that long, I would, I would just guess that each team went to their maximum allowable time trying to shop deals. That would be my best guess. Yeah, I, I wouldn't – yeah, I mean – I, I don't know. All I know is the guys that the Flames picked up, I am I thought they were all good pickups. So I'm happy with how the draft went as a fan. I mean, it's well, every, You know, it's a draft. Every you, you, Your scouting department does their job. You hope you get better. Usually you don't get any worse. So, nope. I know, yeah, you hope. I know the Lightning had, picked up some good picks. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. With this draft class, obviously Lafreniere being the big ticket item. He signed his entry-level contract today. He's going to wear number 13 for the Rangers. I think you said his deal's worth, what, $13 million? Uh, it was $11 million. $11 million. Was, so good yeah. for that kid. Worked his tail off to get to the NHL. Got first overall pick money. So he's already on his way. So good for you, Alex Lafreniere. I can't wait to see this kid play in the National Hockey League. I was just say he is going to be sick on a line with Panarin or Kappa, Kappa Kao, however you say his other name. Oh, Kappa Kapo. Yeah, like there that if if that's your top line, that's a sick top line. Yeah, the Rangers got a lot better real quick. Yep, I think I think as long as their goaltending holds up, which they have the two younger guys. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Speaking of, you know, the Rangers. We got to talk about the king of New York moving to now being the king of Washington, D.C. Yeah, he signed. I Let me pull it up here. Just one year, one and a half million. Is that what it was? Yeah, just one year, one and a half million for King Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we have a president in D.C. and we also have a king. So, <laughs> yeah, I – I, I'm kind of curious as to why he went to Washington. I think it gives him, they give him his best chance to win. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's um, fair. Of, uh, like, of the teams that were looking for that veteran older goaltender to, you know, sit back up, maybe play, you know, a third of the games or, you know, um, he, uh, that was the best fit for him. So 
it was funny because I saw a couple of memes were like, well, most of the Rangers players end up coming to the Lightning, so come on down, Henrik. <laughs> we'll make room for you. I, I don't think they could have made room no matter what, just no, with their cap we have, space. We have no room. The um, the one nice thing is is we did get to re-sign Pat Maroon, so the big rig's going to stay in Tampa. Um, we lost Kevin Shattenkirk. We're losing Tyler Johnson, losing a couple others. Uh, they're in a situation where if a team were to come in with an offer sheet on, like, Sergachev or Sorelli, they'd be screwed. Speaking of – Guys, you know, or teams losing guys. We had a few more buyouts of note uh, since we last talked. We had Detroit buyout Justin Applicator, who had, I believe it was. Uh, His stock's just been going down. Like, yeah. He's not the player he used to be. It just is what it is. Yeah, I mean, he he had a really good few years, and then I just – like you said, he just kind of fizzled out. Now, granted, well, like Detroit's in a rebuild, so. Yeah, well, and then, you know, with – in Detroit, I saw they signed Vlad Nemestikov, who was a Lightning player. Steve Eiserman drafted him to the Lightning. So, when I saw that signing, I was like, oh, that makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, uh, Eiserman bringing in one of the guys that he drafted, a kid that he likes – uh, Detroit fans trust in the Iser plan. It will pay off. It won us the Stanley Cup here in Tampa a couple of years after that we thought we would win it, but we did finally get that Stanley Cup. So Detroit will be a contender again. Just give it a couple of years, and Steve Eiserman's going to work his magic. Yeah, I agree. And to go back to the buyouts, Nashville also buy, uh, bought out the last four years of Kyle Turris's contract. Yep. And then he went up blowing. to, and then he went up to Edmonton, right? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. So and then, Kyle Turris is an interesting kid because, like, I remember when it was his draft year, which I think was like oh six, oh seven, ish, oh eight. He's he's around my age, and I just remember everyone like, oh, this kid's the next big thing, and then he just never turned into that. I was going to say he was drafted third overall in 2007 by Arizona. Yeah. So, like, everyone thought, okay, this kid's going to be pretty damn good, and then he just never panned out. And I thought, you know, the situation with him going to Nashville was going to work out for him, you know, being on the competitive team, and then Nashville just kind of fell fat on their face. So now going up to Edmonton, playing with Dreisaitl and McDavid, you put you put Kyle Turris and McDavid together, whew. I was just saying, because he's not a bad player by any stretch. No, he's stretch. a really good hockey player. He's just never really had that other guy to play with. Yeah, and now you have Mr. Connor McDavid or Dreisaitl. Yeah. Two of the best hockey players in the world, you know? Yeah. Columbus also bought out uh, Alexander Wenberg. He, I believe, is a D-man. They bought out the last three years of his contract. They're just – I Columbus is doing something, and I don't know what, but – Columbus is doing something this offseason. Weird moves, right? Yeah. And then yeah. one last buyout we had was Corey Schneider of the Devils getting bought out uh, the last two years of his contract. Who'd they pick up? Um, number one. I don't think anybody currently. Or are they going with the kids? I think they're kind of going with the, the rebuild kids. I haven't seen them right. pick up anybody unless I've missed it. 
Gotcha. Um, but with Corey Schneider, he's 34. His last, I think, two or three years, like he hasn't been playing at all just because of injuries and when he has played, he hasn't played. Yeah, he had that – didn't he have like that one good run and then got paid and then now he just hasn't been that good since? Yeah, he had a really good run in Vancouver, went over to the Devils, signed a big – it was a six-by-six six contract for the Devils. Mm-hmm. And then and just didn't out. Yeah, it just, it just hadn't worked out, unfortunately, for him. Um, I don't think he'll get signed up anywhere else because with – to me, yeah. I, th- I think most teams have a goaltender right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he might sit out on the free agent market for a little while. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up retiring. I mean, maybe not, maybe not this season per se, but yeah. retiring come you know a year or two from now. You know, maybe he gets into the media, whatever. As for the Jackets, though making wild and crazy moves. They had a big trade. They acquired Mr. Max Domi and a 2020 third-round pick for forward Josh, Josh Anderson with the Montreal Canadiens. Both of those guys, uh, they got traded, signed big contracts with the teams. It was Max Domi signed a two-year, $10.6 million deal with the Columbus Blue Jackets. And Josh Anderson signed a seven-year, $38.5 million contract. Wow. I think it's a – I think Domi's going to love playing it down in Columbus. I think he fits in perfectly. He's already, he's already, been, he's already been around a few different teams, right? Uh, this would be very long. This would be his third team. Yeah, because he started he in – yeah. Yeah. So he went Arizona to Montreal. I mean, I, I don't think it's him. Um, I just think he wasn't – apparently there's a rumor that he didn't fit with uh, Michelle Terrian very well. Him and Terrian kind of bumped heads. Which is, I mean, it's, that's fine, not a big deal. Um, but I think he will thrive under John Tortorella because – he just he plays his style yeah, he of plays, game. He plays a game that Tortorella likes. Mm-hmm. And then sure. Josh Anderson going up to Montreal, I think is is huge for for them. I mean, Josh Anderson's a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about him though, because I, I mean, it's Columbus. I don't watch a whole lot of their games. But if he's getting paid thirty five million dollars over seven years. He's obviously worth something. Yeah, for as sure. well as trades, we were talking about the goaltender carousel. We had the Ottawa Senators. I would say finally found a true starting young goaltender that they can kind of carry on their franchise for the next few years. Picking up Matt Murray for a 2020 second round pick and a forward in Jonathan Gruden. Yeah, well, Matt Murray just wasn't the guy anymore in in Pittsburgh like he won him a couple of cups we got some we got some dogs stopping in to say hello uh he won him a couple of cups but he's just not the GM's guy so to speak and uh they're running with Yossi right is the kid's name no uh Tristan Jari 
Oh, Tristan Jari. Sorry. Tristan Jari, I guess, kind of won that job from him. And I was kind of hoping when Murray got traded to to Ottawa, they would Pittsburgh would turn around and make a deal with Vegas and bring Flurry back. Yeah, I uh who would, I, who in Pittsburgh wouldn't love that? I think everybody would love that. But I mean Tristan Jari won the starting job probably halfway through last season, if not in the playoffs the year prior. Mm-hmm. Um it's another case of Flurry and Murray, you know, Murray beat out Flurry in the playoffs one year took over the job, Fleury leaves. Fleury still has a fabulous career in Vegas. All the, you know, hats off. And so I, I think Matt Murray's going to do that exact same thing. And I think he makes the Ottawa well, it, Senators a it's lot just, It's just going to be interesting to see what Matt Murray does is if he gets back to the the stud that he was when he first came in or – you know, does he just kind of – is he just average? You know, and then maybe Ottawa overpaid him. So, we'll see. See, but I, I, I don't know if he ever lost goalies, his, his edge. Goalies, goalies are funky like that. Like, they can have a good couple of years, get hot, win you a couple Stanley Cups, and then disappear the rest of their career. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the case with Matt Murray. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think he ever – truly truly lost the starting job in Pittsburgh I think just Tristan Jari played a little bit better I mean and at the end of the day you you go with with who's ever hotter at the time and and Jari played lights out and you know he he won the starting job but I think Murray's got tons of of playing years left and he's gonna make Ottawa a good team comes yeah. in to help Craig well, Ottawa, Ottawa is already better with their draft and a couple of the moves they made. So they're, they're trying, mm-hmm. I get, I give them credit. So hopefully, hope, and then obviously too, they, uh, they went back to their OG sweaters. Yeah. I love Which kind of scares me because those OG sweaters that first year, they only won like eight games. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're, I, I mean, I like the logo at least. Yeah, yeah, going back to the 2D logo, you know, good, yeah. good idea for them. We also had the Wild pick up Nick Bonino from the Nashville Predators. The Wild received Nick Bonino, a 2020 second round pick and a 2024th round pick in exchange for a prospect and a 2023rd round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Bonino is going to go and hopefully score goals in Minnesota because they have not been able to do that for yep. a while. Yep. And then they also traded away Devin Dubnik to uh, San Jose. Yes. The Wild did. Yep. So while they're, they're retooling, I guess would be the right way to put it, it will be interesting to see how they are next year. Uh, to stick on the trades, though, one that stuck out to me was Mr. Paul Stastny returning to the Winnipeg back Jets. to the peg. Yeah, he's going back to Winnipeg. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights picked up a conditional 2022 fourth-round pick. I don't know what the condition is. My guess says it is something to do. related or points-related. Yeah, know. my guess is it's either point-related or it's – uh, games played or if he resigns, something yeah. like that. And then the who they the Jets or not the Jets? I'm sorry. Golden Knights got a, a, a D man, Carl 
Dallas Dollystrom. No clue. I think I want to say I heard the name once in the bubble. Uh, so I think he's kind of like a a seventh, eighth D man right now. I mean, Vegas is still pretty stacked. Stacked for yeah. They just well, they just dumped Taz. Need to get rid of some salary. Yeah, That's really what it was. So I got the conditional right here, hopefully, and it is before I find that because I'm I'm not going to be able to find that the. Uh, Colorado Avalanche and the Chicago Blackhawks also made a trade in one that was kind of surprising to me. The Avalanche sent uh, defenseman Nikita Zadorov and Anton Lindholm to the Blackhawks in exchange for Dennis Gilbert and Brandon Saad. Well, that's, that's Colorado making a couple of little – I think it's a good move for them to get a guy that's been there. Because, you know, they kind of had the wheels fall off the bus. Yeah, I think that makes them... And they're on the cusp. Like, they're right there. Yeah. I I, I think it makes Colorado better. I think they kind of lack that, not toughness, but just that little grit. Just a veteran veteran in the room. Yeah, a little bit of sandpaper. Yeah. And Zadorov is going to slide right on into Chicago and run that decor i mean he's a big big body Mm -hmm. as as far as trades go that is i mean there's been other trades those are just the few that have stuck out to me um yeah so if we missed your team's trade like i i promise i saw it i just it's either minor leaguer for minor leaguer or it's you know some picks like not a big deal but now we have to talk about free agency Free agency opened on Friday, and on Friday there was a total of 81 signings for uh, total contract years of 137, and (laughs) the total amount of dollars was $304 million worth of contracts handed out, which is insane. Not bad. So we already talked about Domi getting two years at 10.6. Jesse Pugliarvi re-signed finally with the Oilers at two years at 2.35 million. To me, that's a great pickup for the Oilers. They've been struggling to get him back. I think he sat out most of last year. Uh, He was just contract disputes. It is what it is. But... Let me see. Yeah, and, you know, it looks like Alex Petrangelo's going to the, to the Knights. Is, um, that, is that confirmed or? No, I'm just saying that's what it looks like. And then we had Taylor Hall go to Buffalo, which was kind of a surprise on a one-year deal. Yeah, it's like $8 million too. More goalies kind of shuffled around. So, yeah, you know, obviously Lundqvist and then Holtby went out to – Vancouver, Mike Smith went back to the Oilers. Um, Louis Domingue went to the Flames. Like goalies just jumping all over the place. Like the the free agent signings were uh, were fast. Not uh, the bigger deals have kind of taken a little bit longer, but um, it definitely has been a, a wild free agency as far as uh, you know the amount of signings in one day. 
Yeah, we saw uh, Tyler Toffoli today sign a four-year, $17 million deal with the Habs. I think that's a great pickup for the Habs. Vancouver's just letting all these older guys walk, which is understandable. They're trying to go to the youth movement. Yep. Uh, you already mentioned Taylor Hall, one year, $8 million. I, I really want to know why he picked Buffalo. Who knows? I, I mean, like, I, I, I really don't understand why he was like, hey, you know what, like, I want to go to Buffalo. Not in the sense of the city's bad or anything like that, but like he just wants to play with Eichel. That team is 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 bad. And I mean Taylor Hall's going to it. Who knows? Yeah, he's gonna play with Eichel. Maybe they can do something, but it's unlikely in my opinion. But yeah. he's going there for at least one year. I'm guessing he signed it for a year that, you know, if it doesn't work out he can leave and no, no issue. We yeah. also had a uh, Jimmy VC sign with the Toronto Maple Leafs on a one year, $900,000. One of my favorite yeah. names. In really? The now. I just like his name, Jimmy VC. Like it, it just like rolls off your tongue. That's fair. He hasn't really panned out. Has he? No, he's just got a cool name. Yeah. Cause wasn't he, he was a high, high first round pick and he so, just hasn't panned out. Uh, Kyle Clifford is on a two-year, $2 million total deal, went over to the St. Louis Blues. I don't know why the Blues would sign him or pick him up. I mean, that team's probably the oldest team in the NHL, maybe besides Boston at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. Radic, yeah, Radic Fasca. Got paid by the Dallas Stars at a five-year, $16.25 million deal. Good for him. I love watching him play down here in Dallas. He's fun to watch, and he's good. He's, he's going to be in Dallas for a while. And if you're a Stars fan, that's something to look forward to at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Bogosian went to the Dobby Toronto Maple Leafs. Davi uh, stayed in, in Dallas. So yeah. That's a goaltending duo. Yeah, they have a lot of money now tied up in two goaltenders, though, which is is risky, in it my is, opinion. Whatever. Uh, James Van Riemsdyk went over to the Capitals for a one-year deal. Nothing crazy there. Yeah, he didn't really do that much going back to Philly. No. I mean, he's kind of on, on the downside of his career. He's still a solid – D-man, but he's definitely on the downside of his career. Uh, Valerie, Valerie Nichushkin, after not panning out here in Dallas, went over to uh, not Chicago, Denver, Colorado, and he just re-upped at a two-year deal with them. No money on that to come out yet, but good on him there. So, Cody Eakin going to Buffalo, two years, $4.5 million deal. Makes Buffalo a little bit better. Uh, gives them a solid second-line centerman. Great PK specialist. I've always been a fan of Cody Eakin. Nothing, nothing wild. And I think the yeah, kind of. I was gonna say I think that really kind of wraps up like all the craziness, right? Uh, not quite. Because I'm still confused on why Tyson Berry signed a one-year deal to go to the Edmonton Oilers. Off my radar. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, Tyson Berry left. It's gonna I be didn't realize he was Toronto. still around. I believe he was in Toronto. I don't know. He was either in Toronto or, or Colorado, one of the two. No, he was in Colorado. And, I mean, one-year deal, goes to the Oilers. I think the Oilers are trying to make a big push this year. Who mm-hmm. knows if that's going to work. Uh, Tory Krug going to St. Louis, though. And boy, oh boy, did he get paid in St. Louis. He got a seven-year, $45.5 million contract. Oh, yeah. And the, his former teammates at the Bruins weren't too happy about him leaving. No. But, I mean, look, go get your money. Yep. Boston couldn't give him that money, unfortunately. Uh, and St. Louis could. So, all the power to him. He's going to do great there. One last signing that jumped out to me, though, was Jacob Markstrom going to the Flames as a six-year, $36 million deal. I, as a Flames fan, love that. Yeah, and staying in, you know, in the division, giving a kind of a big FU to the Canucks. So, we'll see how he does there. I mean, you know, getting the Canadian teams better is always a good thing. So, yeah, I – after one after, of these days, the Canadian team's gonna win the cup again. Well, I think, and this is definitely not biased by any means, but I think the Flames are maybe one or two pieces away finally. Yeah, uh, I think I would say the Flames and the Oilers are the two closest. Yeah, maybe Toronto if they can figure it out. Um, but I mean, the the Flames picking up Markstrom is just huge in net for them. They now have three goalies that. I would say NHL caliber and Jacob Markstrom, uh, Dave Dave uh, Riddick, and they also picked up Louis Domingue. Markstrom's contract, though, six years, and I believe he's thirty. So I mean, that's a yeah. little bit scary as a as a fan, just because you know, eh. in in theory, you have him for the rest of his career. But if he lives up to the hype, I am down for it. And then. Yep. Kevin Shattenkirk is going over to the Ducks on a three-year deal at $11.7 million. I think that's a great pickup for Anaheim. They need yep. a guy like him to mentor we, the young and guys. And here in Tampa, we just didn't have the room. So Yeah, and I mean, he thanks goes over to – Thanks for your service. Thanks for scoring a couple of big goals, helping us get that Stanley Cup. Yeah, and, and I mean, he, he goes over to Anaheim, who are in the middle of a rebuild – and he's able to teach the young guys how to be a pro and how to how to ultimately win the cup and and I think that's huge. So I think that is it though for the free agent market, at least the big big ones in my opinion. Um there was obviously I think we've had we've had a 150 contracts signed in the past four days so it's been absolutely bananas mm-hmm. um i mean this is my favorite time of the year if we're being honest if you take away the stanley cup finals and all that like free agency is awesome it's insane just seeing guys get paid and guys just shuffle around yep for sure oh well, and two you're just always interested in seeing what teams are trying to do to get better mm-hmm. so I know yeah. the light have a lot of work ahead of them with, with the salary cap. So I believe they're under it now though, correct? No. They're still above it? Yeah. By how like a lot? 
a decent amount. I think we got to unload one more contract and we still got to resign. Well, I, I think they're under it, but they're not under it enough to be able to resign Sergachev and Sorelli and a couple other guys. So they are under it by 2.895 mil and they need to resign Shirelli, Sergachev, and then Eric Cernak. Oh, Cernak, yep. And then that will be, I believe they'll have enough. Yeah, that'll be 12. That'll be 12 forwards, 16 man, and two goaltenders. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they just, they got to find somebody to take either Tyler Johnson or, you know, if they got to unload like Kalorn, which I'm 50-50 on, to be honest with him. Um I don't know. We'll see. Those are just – I mean, Johnson has a no-move trade clause. Well, that's then, why they ended up having to waive him. Yeah, and then like, Kalorn has a – Most of the team has – well, yeah, and most of the team have those contracts. So. Yeah. And then there were some people saying, oh, we should trade Stamkos. And it's like, get out of here. Yeah, I wouldn't definitely. I I would either get rid of Kalorn or Johnson, but the issue is is the money. I think for a lot of the teams with the yep. flat cap, I mean, yep. five million a year for Johnson and Kalorn's four point four, and you know Johnson obviously has to agree with the trade with the no movement clause, and then Kalorn, well, that's why they waived him because once you know if if a team claimed him off waivers, he has no say. So now he's on. Now he's down. He's going to play. Yeah, he's going to be playing for Syracuse this year. Yeah, making, be making five million or four million bucks, chilling in the minors. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I think Kalorn has the best chance of getting moved. I just. I don't think they'll do it though. Like he was such a big part of the team this year after, you know, whatever happened last season, but who knows? Like, again, I, Julian will work his magic. He'll do uh, something. Yep. I think that's about it though. I think we kind of covered everything. We don't really have any referee related or anything else kind of stuff to talk about. Ooh, except for the fact that the new uh, – our new uh, whistles came in finally. Oh, yeah, true. Yep. So, and we do have uh, the Matt Black Team Stripes Acme Thunder Whistles in stock. So, if you want one, check out the store. And let me tell and, you, uh, I – They're sharp looking. Yeah, I broke one of my whistles this weekend. I took a shot right off the whistle, thankfully. And it broke my beautiful Acme whistle. And so <laughs> I picked up two because I obviously grabbed my backup because it was middle of the game. So I, I felt it like hit my whistle and I was like, Oh no, this might be broken. I look at it. It's got like a crack down the back. I'm like, okay, this is probably broken, but let's try. So I reach into my other pocket to grab my backup whistle. Cause obviously good officials carry two whistles. Yep pull out a fox 40 whistle oh and i'm like oh no like this is oh no so go to blow the the acme i've whistle. never used one blew it didn't work so i i hammer the whistle with the act or the fox 40 i unfortunately had to use that the rest of this weekend and yeah, i will tell you 
They're not bad. They're not bad whistles. No, they just, it, they just, I it, hate it because you can't you can't hammer the whistle. Like when there's a scrum out front of the I, net, you cannot hammer just, the whistle. I was just trying to avoid uh, trashing them that bad. Nope, nope. <laughs> After using them, like this is – I don't know how I got this whistle. I must have picked it up somewhere, but it's kind of one of those things where it's a backup whistle. You never have to use yeah. it, right? Well, yeah. uh-oh, I had to use it. So – I picked up two of uh, two of the ones with the Team Stripes logo on them. I'm excited for them to get here. They look good. And that would not be possible without our sponsors at Acme Whistles. So, huge thank you to those guys. They are awesome whistles. They, I mean, look, Acme's the way to go, 100,000%. Acme, Acme, Acme. And they come in matte, matte black. Come on. And, and the matte black looks sick. When they first came out, like I was a little like, eh, I don't know if I like it. And then I saw it and I was like, those are gorgeous. And ever since then, I wanted one. Finally had the reason to buy one. But I think with that, uh, today's episode's kind of done. We didn't have an interview because there was just so much hockey going on. Me and Ross were busy all week, so we couldn't really sit down and have an interview just with having so many hockey games this weekend. But – Make sure to follow us at Go Team Stripes on all social medias. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We're super close to 1,000 subscribers. That would be awesome to hit that within the next week or two. And as always, check out the masterclass of the Team Stripes Academy masterclass put on by Don Kaharski. And have a great week, guys. Ross? Yep. Sounds good, bud. I All will right. uh, catch you later. I, sorry, I just I think I got an email for somebody uh, working my games tonight. So oh, you just got the best now. news of your day. I did. I did. All right. Well, on on that note, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to two referees talk about uh, non-referee related stuff. Probably a little boring at times, but uh, you know, got to talk about it because. It is hockey. It's exciting. We all love the game. That's why we, you know, that's why we put on the striped sweater. So we'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully we'll have a, a good, a good guest. I know we got some people lined up. We just got to coordinate some schedules to make it happen. Got some people that uh, I think everyone's going to be interested in hearing from. So that's all I got. Yeah. As always guys, thanks for listening. See you next week.